You're listening to languagecaster.com. Hello, everyone. We hope you're all safe and well, and welcome to the podcast for fans of football, especially those wishing to improve their English language skills. We've been explaining the vocabulary, phrases, and cliches of football since 2006, and we also just enjoy talking about the beautiful game. My name's Damien, and I'm based in London, and uh, down the line, half a world away in Tokyo, is Damon. How are things, Damon? What football have you been watching? Hi, Damien. All good here in Tokyo, despite the slow rise in COVID-19 numbers. Uh, Well, I watched my team, Liverpool, lose a game for only the third time this season in the league. And that was in the game against Arsenal that we talked about in our predictions last week. I predicted a lacklustre performance and a draw and got both elements of that prediction wrong. The performance was quite good. I think Liverpool peppered the goal with 24 shots and about 75% possession, but they threw the game away with two defensive howlers. I sense more anti-climax to come for the champions. Along with that, I've seen a lot of highlights, including Norwich versus Burnley. More on that in our football news review section. And the whole first FA Cup semi-final between Arsenal and Manchester City. How about you? Well, I saw that Liverpool-Arsenal game and the two FA Cup semi-finals this weekend. A good week for Arsenal after their North London derby defeat last weekend. I also saw Spurs win away at Newcastle and then defeat Leicester at home. I also caught the relegation six-pointer between West Ham and Watford. Yes, you are listening to languagecaster.com and that message was in French. Send us a message in your language too. Just contact us here at admin at languagecaster.com And please think about supporting what we do via patreon.com forward slash Languagecaster. Your donations and support help us keep the site and podcasts free. Now, what's on the rest of the show, Damon? Well, we'll have a little news about some new posts we have on the site, followed by our football news section next, featuring Real Madrid, Manchester City, Watford, among others. After that, it's our football language section with the phrase flighted cross, and also our football language quiz, which has a food-based theme this week. Hmm, interesting. Yep, and then we'll end the show with a look at a couple of big games coming up this week. Sounds good. Okay, first something about some new posts from LanguageCaster. Uh, You may have noticed that we've been posting some polls recently to hear your opinions about the new drinks break rule and also whether five substitutes is a good idea. Both initiatives have been brought in since football came back from its COVID-19 enforced break. Well, let's talk about Liverpool being really bad just after the drinks break, so I'm against them. Uh, Listeners, let us know what you think and keep your eyes out for those polls or come along to the site languagecaster.com. Right, next we review the football news and here's Damien with some of the good news from the week. Congratulations to Real Madrid, who won their 34th La Liga title earlier this week after defeating Villarreal 2-1. A 
Los Blancos were unstoppable after the break, winning 10 matches in a row and were too strong for rivals Barcelona, who finished five points behind them. Can Real continue this run in the Champions League? And great news for one of the big teams of the last 50 years in England, Leeds United, who have been promoted to the Premier League after an absence of 16 years. Uh, most pundits and fans put Leeds's success down to the manager, Marcelo Bielsa, the Argentinian former coach of Chile. In fact, a street in the city centre has been renamed Bielsa Street in his honour. The team from Yorkshire secured promotion and uh, the championship was sewn up after bottom side Barnsley, another Yorkshire team, lost to them 1-0. Well done, Leeds. Well, it was a bad night for Manchester City as they went down 2-0 against Arsenal in the first of the two FA Cup semi-finals taking place this weekend. City were defending their title and, after winning the Carabao Cup in February and being one of the favourites for the Champions League, were going for a treble, but came up against a resolute Arsenal defence. City looked short of ideas and were hit twice on the counter with some clinical finishing from Arsenal striker Aubameyang. Bad for Watford, who have been sucked into the relegation battle. The Hornets lost a six-pointer against West Ham 3-1. This means that Bournemouth and Aston Villa, both on 31 points and three behind Watford, will believe they have a chance of escaping the drop. They could be right too, as Watford face games against Man City and inform Arsenal in their last two matches, when they'll also be without a manager, as Nigel Pearson was fired at the weekend. Crazy times for Watford. And I'm going to finish with Norwich and an ugly game for them. They've already been relegated, but you'd expect them to at least give their fans something to cheer. However, the Canaries imploded. They played so poorly that their opposition, Burnley, didn't really need to try and easily won 2-0. Buendia was given a straight red for an off-the-ball elbow. He was followed by Dirmic, whose two-footed lunge brought another red. Two minutes later, just before the half-time whistle, the goalkeeper, Tim Krull, let a tame shot bounce over him to give Burnley a 1-0 lead. And the ugly day for Norwich was completed by an own goal by Godfrey. A match to forget for the Canaries. And next, it's some football language. Now, we often discuss passing in these posts, as it is a key area of football. One kind of pass or cross is often delivered a long way and over opposition players. Uh, We can whip in a cross, for example. We can hoof the ball upfield to clear some danger and hope your team receives the ball. But if we want to describe a cross that is high and also accurate, we can use the adjective flighted. To describe it, a flighted cross or ball is passed high and usually into the box from the sides of the pitch, from the wings. A flighted ball could also be a direct ball down the middle of the pitch over the opposition defence for an attacker to run onto. A little less often, you can hear the word used as a verb, to flight across into the box, for example. Either as an adjective, a flighted ball, or as a verb, 
to flight across, the images of a ball passed high and accurately to a teammate. State ascoltando languagecaster.com. Okay, time for a football language quiz question. And this week we have phrases for football that contain a reference to food. Yes, food. Which one of the following phrases would not be used or is not a phrase used in football? Number one, pepper the goal. Number two, a meaty challenge. Number three, a bread and butter cross. Or number four, a cocktail pass. And we'll have the answer at the end of the show. Next up, we look at some of the big games this week in our prediction section. Come along to our site at languagecaster.com and join our post-lockdown mini-predictions league and see if you can beat uh, myself and Damien. Remember that it's three points for a perfect score and one for the correct score. First, FA Cup semi-final, Manchester United versus Chelsea. Now, before this game, both sides had shown signs of progress under their new managers. Both teams also seem to be finding a style that suits them, and they've picked up some good results since the reopening of football. A real coin toss, this one, but I thought Man United would have more nous and win 2-1. I thought this was going to be an easy win for United too, but unfortunately for them and me, Chelsea outplayed them to win 3-1 and set up an all-London FA Cup final to be played in two weeks' time. Tottenham versus Leicester City, another interesting tie. Tottenham are desperate to stay above Arsenal and maybe get a Europa League place, while Leicester uh, were clinging on to fourth spot and a Champions League place. Tottenham to win ugly, I thought, 1-0. I didn't think we would win this, but felt it would end in a draw. But Spurs ran out 3-0 winners. The game was over at half-time, in fact. No points for me in the predictions, but I don't mind as we pick up our third win in a row. In Syria are Juventus versus Lazio. Now, Lazio were so close at one stage not so long ago, and they must have been dreaming of a title. Three losses and a draw in the last four mean they have dropped down the table. I thought this would be a Juventus win 2-0. Yeah, a pity about Lazio's challenge, but Juventus have not been in good form either. Maybe a draw here, 1-1. Well, I was right. Juventus march on after a 2-1 win over Lazio. OK, time for the answer to our football language quiz question. We wanted to know which phrase, each of which refers to food, would not be used, or is not a phrase, used in football. Number one, pepper the goal. Number two, a meaty challenge. Number three, a bread and butter cross. Number four, a cocktail pass. Damien, what's the answer? Well, pepper the goal means have a lot of shots. A meaty challenge is a hard tackle. And a bread and butter cross is a cross that defenders have no difficulty defending. It's a style of cross they are very used to. So... The answer is a cocktail pass, which I'm guessing Damon made up, as I've never heard it before. That's right. A cocktail pass is a made-up phrase that you won't hear in football. Well done if you got that right. Yep. See you next week, and remember to drop us a line at LanguageCaster through our various social media platforms, or just give us some likes, retweets, and spread the word. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram. 
See you next week. It's the last week of the Premier League season. Bye-bye. Yeah.